Welcome to the Just What I Needed to Hear podcast with Yoga Farm Ithaca, where we teach you how to live the principles of yoga both on your mat and off the mat in the living curriculum of your precious life. Intending, just, just to give a context for everyone here, um, intending is a process that uh, if you're curious to, to read more about the studies and science of I recommend the exploration of Lynn McTaggart's work. And uh, she has a book called The Power of Eight, which has a lot of uh, research and detail about intending. That said, intending for ourselves truthfully is the same as not resisting any emotion we're experiencing, right? If we resist being sad, we experience sadness. We're going to experience more sadness, right? If we're, if we're in a fight with it. So a simple starting point is simply intending for yourself. I, I intend, I welcome, show me, holding as an aspiration. Please show me, please help me. Please support me in my ability to hold myself and my child in the open hand. Start right where you are. Be so truthful with exactly where you are. Because in my experience, when I have tried to push myself, this is for myself, when I try, anytime there's trying, some of you may be seeing Yoda right, Yoda right now, right? Star Wars fans. <laughs> when, when there's trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm attempting to push myself ahead of my, my truthfulness and exactly where I am. And so anytime I'm efforting or trying to have a state of mind or an approach that isn't my direct experience with, it isn't my direct experience, that's where I focused my attention. That's where I ask, please show me, help me. This is hard. This is hard. And then what do you know you do wish for yourself? What do you want? And I, you, we, I think we've talked about this before in class. With intending, we want to, meta is a form of intending. We don't need someone's permission to wish for, for uh, well-being and peace and the feelings of freedom. And so I tend to go very broad when I intend for myself and others. May I, may I have the ability, may I feel love around me and through me as I navigate this challenge. Oftentimes that's how I'm intending for myself or for my children. I have a 16-year-old and a 24-year-old, and they both regularly go through challenges that I, I don't intend that they are not feeling what they're feeling or that they live. I'm intending that they feel love through them. I'm intending that I have the capacity to continue to be present in their eyes with their experience. 
These are the things I intend for myself. I intend that I can be present with myself. And as Jaya would say, not abandon myself and not abandon my child in the living moment exactly as it is. I can ask for no more. There's no more. The rest to me, to me, feels like I'm grasping and where I want to grasp, right? There's that great expression. Everything I've had to let go of has my claw marks on it, right? So where I want to sink in, I say, please, please help me. And I'll feel myself as the embodiment of relaxed hands, just relaxed, not even further, let me let go of my child and not be attached to the outcome. May I feel myself in and as trust in this moment as it is. And may I have the support I need step-by-step step to be present with what is. So for me, that's plenty. When mm -hmm. I'm in the thickest things for myself, that's when I go to my team of intenders and ask them to intend for me or to intend for my child. I have them. I've got, I've got Lori and Hamea and Kaya. Like I've got my team of intenders, right? That like that, that, so, so you create your team of intenders for you. And that also, right, just notice if there are any shivers or shudders of like, I don't want to ask people to do one more thing for me. <laughs> And I also invite this as a contemplation. What has you think you're supposed to not be attached? We all have attachments. We all have attachments. We're householders. And, and so I just want to make sure we, we use gentle compassion with ourselves because sometimes the being not attached non-attachment, detachment, they're not the same, also has its roots in a monastic view. And, and yes, it is also part of our journey to, can I open my hand to this, right? So can I, can I open my hand in this moment? Can you get more specific with it? Can I open my hand to wanting to control so that I can discern when it is time for me to grab on? Can I open my hand so I know when it's time to grab on or to hold on? Right? Like if I'm next to you and we're walking on a cliff and I start sliding, please grab on. Please don't be like, I'm practicing non-attachment. No, attach. <laughs> grab, please grab me. Right? So I, so for me, it's how, where can I authentically open my hand so I respond appropriately to the directions that say, scoop up. So I'm not always fighting for someone because I'm concerned I don't know when to and when not to. You can trust where you're called. Trust where you're called to serve. We, we have awareness of suffering. And when we're not suffering ourselves or in pain, we can always ask the question, two insight questions. What matters to me? 
what matters. I like the word matter because the root of the word matter is mother, mater. What matters? And matter to matter means it's here in the material plane. The goal isn't to be equanimity doesn't mean we're like Spock-like or where we walk past someone suffering or with a distended belly or an animal that's injured. When it's really happening or it's there, I ask what matters to me right now and how am I called to be useful? Oftentimes my call to you to be useful is through intending because it has you never powerless. So in its simplest form, and, and also don't dismiss when you say, I just throw money at something. I would invite you to reconnect with the language of that statement because that is something. And if that's your call, that's your call. Not everyone is on the front line of attending to the suffering of animals in the way that everyone is called where they're called. So we simply want to be open and available to answer the call, to answer, to, to follow the command of the soul without diminishing ourselves or how we serve. Because there are going to be other areas where you're going to be really engaged with your sleeves up in something. And you can't be everywhere at once. So where you, you, you go where you're called. Your soul will lead you with what matters to you. And it's different for us all. And if we all allowed ourselves to A, be with the question, what matters to me? And to answer the call, we'd all take care of it all. It would all work out. I'm positive, just like the perfect potluck meal, right? If we all came to a, a, a feast, somehow magically, we it's like it's not like there's like only 18 desserts, which now that I say that out loud, that doesn't sound awful. So that's a bad example, but I mean, a very balanced banquet, right? You'll see that different types, different soul journeys from personality to essence experience their callings differently. So respect your calling. And remember, we're not here to not feel. We're here sometimes, sometimes. It's important to let the vastness of our heart crack open and let emotion and salt water move when we see suffering because it washes through us. And afterwards, we're even more deeply anchored in the vastness of our own heart. In the, in the Tibetan tradition, um, Tara the mother of compassion, and she was born from the tear of, of Avalokiteshvara, the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, think of the father of compassion, and she was born of a tear. And she has, white Tara in particular, has eyes on her hands and her feet because she keeps watch over all of the suffering in the world. And when we, we can be present to it, and recognize I'm here to serve exactly in the way I'm here to serve. And so because we can't solve and fix it all, 
we want to attend to ourselves because that's a stoic way of not allowing the feeling of the vastness of the ache of our heart. It's okay to feel the ache of our heart. If we deny it, it persists in a stiffness. And when we allow it, oh, we can, our elegance and our grace returns.